When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Tom, I had a tragic thing happen to me this weekend. I did lose one AirPod. Oh, my God. That is brutal. I've been walking around walking around with one AirPod. I feel, you feel like a guy in a Bluetooth from the early 2000s. Yes. Like yeah. I just feel like I'm having an annoying conversation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Instead, I'm just listening to half of the sound of a song. That is, it only plays half of the, the song. <laughs> Sometimes it does. Yeah, is that right? I mean, oh, yeah, you're right. Like, weird yeah. ones to like have pan stuff going on. Yeah, Right. But, Can you change it? And by pan stuff, you mean pansexual stuff. Yes, right? yeah. yes. Well, I listen to the pan pod. <laughs> it's just that, that mostly that. But sure, yeah. sure. But I, uh, I lost one. Uh, we had gone to a wedding together, and uh, yes, yes, we. You sure were listening did. to music in your AirPods at a wedding. <laughs> this was on the Tommy's, walk a weird, <laughs> Tommy's a weird fella. He thought it was a silent disco. <laughs> well, we went to a wedding, Tom and I, and then we went to our guest birthday party, which she barely stayed for a yeah, week after we got there. Okay. She can I left. say it was two o'clock in the morning and I was on mushrooms? Oh, God come forbid. on now. Yeah. Oh, Might you have think been we later? weren't on drugs? <laughs> you guys have never done drugs no. or drank alcohol. You Thank guys are you. so fucking Christian. We're straight gross. edge. <laughs> We're straight edge over here. We don't believe in the sauce. So yeah, we, so we, went, <laughs> we went to your your uh, your party that you left right away, mm-hmm. and then we stayed for a while. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. Th- I was there, but I was I'm not, not going to lie. There. I actually <laughs> left before you guys got there, yes, and then I was the walking day. my dog. Um, because I had to take her out and I live like right by the bar and I saw you guys walk in and I was like, oh, I guess we'll run back. I <laughs> so I had like a... changed into my pajamas and was walking my dog and I went back in for another drink. <laughs> I uh, was like, I woke up and I had to set up. So we we had a crazy weekend, which is that um, we so we went to a wedding Saturday night. Banger of a wedding. Yes. Uh, Emmy Blodnick is now married to Nick. It's a great, great time. Amazing uh, food. Amazing foods. We had the shrimpies. It was. A, tried uh, ca- had, I tried oh caviar for the first time. You guys eat There's any a- penguin? No, no, no. <laughs> they didn't have any penguin there. It the, was we should say the name of the restaurant. restaurant. Uh, El Pinguino. Which I it's can't so good. I had to sit, make you say it because I keep saying it wrong. <laughs> I keep saying pangolino. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is the thing that caused COVID. Um, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, it was incredible. But they had, uh, at the end of the night, it was a giant fucking bowl of caviar that people had just left, I guess. And boy, did we get happy. We were eating. I just had, I woke up with memories of just eating giant clumps of caviar. Clumps and I was saltines, like, this yeah. is not my beautiful life. <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts. Well, was I know incredible. that like most sophisticated people we have caviar you're supposed to have had about 13 beers beforehand yes, this is the way to, to do enrich it. the taste it's called mm-hmm. pearings pairings yes. that's and tobacco mm-hmm. actively in your mouth yes and i think that's how they want you to taste it to really bring out the flavor mm-hmm. so if you're like how was the caviar i'm like i think good yeah <laughs> that is know. the one thing that i fully remember the next day because i did not i was like i knew we were going to go to ashley's party but I must have gone straight home, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at my text to find out that I had a full night after. There's a picture of me in a suit and a fedora. I don't know whose fedora <laughs> yep. that was, but there was a fedora getting passed around. Kevin's around. fedora. No. Kevin was Kevin... certainly in charge of the fedora. But well, I don't think I don't... It was, he was like making people put it on, like yeah. a little girl with her dolls and outfits. I mean, he definitely. <laughs> he also brought those dolls and outfits. <laughs> I am pissed. Okay, he was definitely in charge of the fedora. Yes. (laughs) And I don't know. And I said something about the fedora, and he's like, aren't you glad that this fedora is here? And I was like, I don't. 
I guess I just don't know how to answer that. It's <laughs> your birthday wish to have all your male friends look like idiots one at a time. For, for every, I hope everyone at the bar saw you guys separately in the fedora and were like, who is that girl who had a birthday party where everyone came wearing right. matching fedoras? Yes. I can't believe all of her friends were fedoras. That was I totally forgot about the fedora until I saw the pictures and I was like, man, I should have been there. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I certainly was there. But I don't have any pictures with the fedora, thank God. It's part yeah. of my clause. But yeah, so I had, had the AirPods and then I decided I should have taken a damn Uber from the bar because we'd been drinking for many hours. You didn't? And I walked to take the train. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Oh, uh, at some point during the walk one. to the train, my AirPod fell out. So the next morning I see it. It's like right near the train station. The find my is right there. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can scoop this thing. By the time I get to the train station, it is now in a way different neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> so someone grabbed it. And I'm, I don't know oh, because it's the. Fi- I thought you. So said I you could saw track it, yes. where it was, and I was like, it was where I left it, and then it was uh, around here. So <laughs> this is interesting. Tom stole it. I did. It I do have it. <laughs> you know what's funny is I did lose a pair of AirPods like right after the uh, bachelor party, and then uh, like five days later, the morning of wiffle ball, which was the very next day. Yes, I'm hungover. This is like two ships passing in the night, these AirPods, because the very night that you lost your AirPods, mine turn up in this Uber. Very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. Very so I'm biking to Wiffle Ball. This is insane, by the way. So I have this night that I've fully lost like yeah. by the end of it, and I wake up uh, in time to go to McCarran Park and set up the comics uh, Wiffle Ball game. I get there. At the time I said I was going to be, which is crazy, before anybody except for Django. And I get a text from Shane Torres saying the Uber driver found my AirPods from like a week before, literally a week before. It was that is insane. crazy. Yeah, two words. I we got to also talk about you. Uh, you may not have found your uh, missing AirPod, but you <laughs> yes, did find. Yeah, it was very funny. Uh, after a wedding, uh, I was walking to the train the next day, and I just see in the middle of the sidewalk. A certain rumpled blue tie <laughs> that happened to me. I was yes. going, oh my God, that's my tie. <laughs> well, you, were, you were using the Find My Tie app. <laughs> Tommy has every article of clothing synced to his phone. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know if it's you, but someone in our group chat was like, imagine seeing me yes, walking me. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just picturing, like, you're walking down the street and you see a man pick up. Like a normal looking man. In like shorts and a t-shirt for yeah. wiffle ball. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, just pick up a tie off the ground and look like, oh, here it is. <laughs> that is quite a sight to see. That yeah. is a that is a real New York moment. And it wasn't directly outside of my apartment. It was like three blocks down towards the train, which was like a very funny, yeah. So it was quite the weekend. Wow. Yes. Yeah. But, but it was your birthday. Was Tell your us about birthday. your birthday. Oh, Tell yeah. us. What did you learn? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. What were your wishes? Uh, life lessons. Did we say your name yet? It's Ashley It's Hamilton. Ashley Hamilton. <laughs> 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 on the podcast. <laughs> Friend of the show. Um, yes. I had a good birthday. I went to Wiffle Ball the next day. Yes. I went to... You know, I got really drunk. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to do for my birthday. Just get drunk with my friends. Yep. And mm-hmm. I did. All I want to do, did. like our friend Cheryl Crow from last week said... That oh my true. god! I fucking love Cheryl Crow. Did you read her book? So since you she last came on, you have a very successful podcast now. Tell us about what Thank that's you. like. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, it's cool. Cheryl Crow doesn't have a book. She, I looked it up. She said she doesn't want to write one because she doesn't think she has enough stories. And I was what? like, Cheryl, you dumb bitch. <laughs> That's not true. We all have married disgraced famous bikers. Right. We've, all, right. we've all been caught up in like being blamed for our ex's suicide. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we read that. Deal. That was last week we talked about that. Yeah, yeah that came up. Um, anyway, I'm excited for it. They're doing a documentary though. That'll be... I nice. thought they already did it. Isn't it on Showtime or something? I think oh. it was coming out. I think it was coming out next month or something. Oh, I see. I see. Um, Here's a question before we start talking about something corporate, which we're very excited to talk about. What is what's the best musician memoir you guys have talked about on your podcast? Okay, so here's actually my problem is that I am a dumb idiot simp for musicians. And so mm-hmm. every time we read a musician's book, I'm always like, he's a good guy trying his best. And Claire's <laughs> always like, he cops to sexual assault yes. throughout the whole book. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, fuck, right. I forgot. Are you talking about Anthony Kiedis? <laughs> Anthony Kiedis, Tommy <laughs> Lee. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Like, really? 
all of them, right. I would say. Like, which would be the funniest? Right. Or, like, the most that would fit in with our show, I guess. I would, yes. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Kiedis would be, yeah. is top-notch. Yeah, his is great. I want to read that again. I've talked about it on the show. It's like, it's one of my, it's so fun. It's, I want to read There's pictures it. of him smoking weed when he's like nine years old yeah, with, with his, his dad. dad. <laughs> with his dad. It he talks crazy. about getting head when he's like 12. Yeah. In the, in the well, when he was bathroom. like a child, he like had a crush on his dad's girlfriend and mm-hmm. so his he was like, dad, could I fuck your girlfriend? And his dad was like, just this one. Yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot about that part. It's truly like the makings just of a rock star one. or a liar. He's like, yeah. he's doing it like the cigarettes thing. Right? He's like, all right, but you got to fuck the whole girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll never want to do it again. <laughs> he like had a, like, he, I forgot what happened to him. I think he like broke his pelvis jumping off a roof. Yes. Because he and his friend used to love jumping off roofs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then his dad was like, all right, I'll send my girlfriend in to ride you oh my God. <laughs> and make you feel better. I would like to read the dad's book. To oh be my honest. God. What truly. a psycho. <laughs> I want to read Fleas. Because I do feel like Anthony Kiedis is like, absolutely a big liar and the only way to like fact check it is to read flea's book and be like who also might be a liar and see (laughs) where do they cross what's the venn diagram yeah and it's like it doesn't sound and look i was a huge chili peppers fan so it's like it's hard for me to say this but when i read this i was like oh yeah he's he is an idiot like yeah like anthony keaton is just a dumbass yeah and like musically he's just like Musically, he's just like lucky. I kind yeah. of. There are a handful of people where I'll read their books and be like, "Okay, I know you think you're a genius, but I really think you're lucky." And all of them are I don't from even think California. He he's a genius. Yeah, yeah. Like I will say, randomly. Rob Lowe's book. He yeah. like really thinks he's like a genius actor, and I'm like, I think you just might have known Martin Sheen. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then because he like grew up in Malibu with mm-hmm. with all of them, and then who else? Oh yeah, I also read Nikki Six's book separate mm-hmm. from, um, the podcast, from the and I I don't know. I feel like maybe because I didn't have Claire to be like Ashley, shut the fuck up because she hasn't read that one. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I kind of think Nikki Six is like trying to be a good guy. um we should uh now that we've gone into uh some california rockers i think we got to talk about the band we're here to talk about we you pitched us several things and i loved you pitched some great options the problem is we had talked a a lot about people you had already uh the people that you had pitched us. Well, you so, guys have done a lot of episodes. I was trying to scroll through, but I'm mm-hmm. like... Not, too much. This, I can't a lot even to do scroll. it. I don't remember half the shit we've done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully checked out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Look, so now we, the show is mostly about Tommy being attracted to horses. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I did not it. know about this <laughs> new development. It. It's <laughs> mostly... It's like 60% made up, but the rest okay. of it. <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry I couldn't make it to the derby party. I didn't know, I didn't know it was like a thing a for lot. you. I did go to a derby party, but I showed up after the race, which is even more suspicious. I want a party. I just don't. I can't be around you guys during the part that's for me. Why did Tommy watch the whole race in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> The greatest two minutes in sports. That's all he needs. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> uh, okay, you pitched uh, All American Rejects, uh, Jessica and Ash and or Ashley Simpson. Um, yeah, I think we, we did both Simpsons. Yeah, we did do Jessica Simpson, right? I know we, we did, did Ashley. We, well, Simpson. we did Jessica with um, Lisa and Kara Clank, right? or no, right. Lisa and Julia Olson. That's what it was. Yes, and we did Ashley with. Uh, Emmy Blotnick oh. uh, as a t- as a double because she did Ashley Simpson and Paris Hilton. Yes, God damn it, they should not have been paired. I understand. Uh, maybe, we, <laughs> maybe maybe we do another one where we unpair Ashley from Paris. This was early on Paris. in the show. We That's should- hot. <laughs> 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 to, to, to quote Paris, spend one night in me. <laughs> 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 um, so we or you also. Uh, 
pitched yellow card. We famously did it with Ari Finley. Oh, People call it the worst episode. episode we've ever done. Ari Do you know how much bad. I used to rock out to yellow card? <laughs> Ocean Avenue, just popping off. Yeah, literally listening to Ocean Avenue. That was how I got into my first car accident. I was like feeling <laughs> it so hard. <laughs> uh, That's amazing. They did come to my high school. They did make someone a star. Uh, who? On the, uh, oh, who was it? I actually recently watched that. It was two people. Fuck, I cannot remember. Wait, like they did an names. episode of Made? It was Made. Okay. Yeah. And you can <laughs> tell the lead singer. We watched part of it on the when we did it with Ari. You can tell the guy the singer is so checked out and does not want to be there. He leaves at some point and is like, Well, I gotta go do some shit in LA. I go guess see you about can a go. horse. Like, <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like an album title for Tommy. <laughs> I, I gotta see a, a guy about a horse. Um, by the way, uh, I haven't. I've. I think I've come up with the name for my album. Are you announcing it, or are you saving Ooh. that for uh, for an image drop? That's a good point. Maybe I think I you should, should save it for. You get more likes if you save it. All right, I'll save it. Maybe we we'll put it. on the Patreon. Yeah, that's so. Three bucks yeah. if you want to know. Okay, <laughs> that's a good point. Yes, I'll drop it on the Patreon, or you can wait like four months or whatever. I'm doing it in uh, Fort Collins, uh, Colorado. The uh, the uh, Fort uh, Fort Comedy Fort. Comedy Fort. God damn it! Yep. I couldn't get that out. Uh, in November, so be there or be square. What we did land on today was something corporate. Tell us a little bit about your history with something corporate, Ashley. So my history with something corporate is that I discovered Andrew McMahon through One Tree Hill. Oh, <laughs> he did okay. Jack's Mannequin. It did like a One Tree Hill. Right. You know how like in a lot of those TV shows. It, back in that era there'd be like a person who owns a club mm -hmm. and then like randomly there'd always be like scenes like there was in Charmed they did it in One Tree Hill they did it in a, like a couple different shows I where they would always Death be Camp like on the OC. yeah like, they'd always be like song, at a yeah. club and then there'd be like bands passing through and everyone would get really excited about the band passing through because it'd be like a deal with the record label and then they would like show way too much of a song. And so then, <laughs> and then like One Tree Hill was a weird one because you're like, why are all of the high schoolers hanging out at the local club? And why is a high schooler booking the club? <laughs> and whatever. So then Jack's Mannequin did a live song and I was like, I loved that. I right. loved that song. And so then mm -hmm. I looked into Jack's Mannequin and then I was like, oh, another band, something corporate. What is this? And so then I like kind of listened to a couple of their songs, loved a few of them, forgot about them for a while. And then LC, Lauren Conrad from the Hills, yes. married William Tell from something corporate. I did not after know that. He, yeah, he left the band to go solo in like, I think 2004. Mm -hmm. And then that didn't work out. So then he became a lawyer, something quite corporate, if you ask oh, me. Shit. And then when he was, in USC law school, he married Lauren Conrad. That is, and crazy. now they're married, which they're is still married to this day. Yeah, and they have kids. Wow, that is insane. Potentially the most corporate move of them all. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be like, I fucking love Coles. That is crazy. Wow. Anyway, I had to look up which one Lauren Conrad was. I remember I always get, would get Low and Lauren uh, mixed up. Very yeah, that's why you have to say LC. Right, right. Anyway. I watched. I was a big. Um, uh, oh, wait, what is it called? Uh, Laguna Beach fan. Yeah. And so I knew these people from that. I did not get into the hills, though. That I rewatched all of the hills during like the early part of quarantine. And mm. I was just like, God damn it. This is a great show. <laughs> 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 I actually live does and it die feel, by it. Does it feel like different? Because it's it's reality's shifted. Uh, like reality TV has shifted and reality, according to some. I don't know. <laughs> Can what I say? To think I actually anymore. think that social media has ruined reality TV. Oh yeah, yeah. Because now it has to be like too inside and choreographed. Yeah. Because now when they like now, if you don't see something break in like regular news or on social media, yeah, and you see it break on the show, you're like, okay, so how are they like coordinating to hide this from the actual world? Or in mm -hmm. like the way the Kardashians like will not talk about something as we see it break on like TMZ and then yeah. you'll see like a new media blitz as their new season is airing be like right. find out our side of the story about this thing like it all feels too coordinated and it's not even fun anymore whereas like the hills are like even though they say it was super scripted I'm just like I don't know man I feel like I'm watching a bunch of 20 year olds ruin their lives in real time. <laughs> I will say, I rewatched a uh, Laguna Beach episode. I don't remember why. I think we were like watching MTV hits or something. And I was like, let's, I want to see what this feels like. And I was like, oh, this is fully scripted. Like it feels yeah. like a legitimately scripted show. 
sort. I mean, like the yeah. way they could put into you're like, why would these people be in these situations? Completely. You know? And then like the way like an entrance would happen, like when Elsie leaves the show and they bring Kristen Cavallari in to replace her, the way that yes. she like my enters friend. at this wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Your friend. I met her once. Oh my God. When she, she was, was on married the radio to Jay show. Cutler. Yeah. And I, yeah. I took a shot at Jay Cutler and she defended him really quickly and then they're not together anymore. So oh Kristen, God. admit that I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, we had a laugh. Oh, yeah. So I feel like they, I don't know. I like rewatched it and I it like really reignited an extraordinary passion against Spencer Pratt. I do think he's like a genuinely evil person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he'll like go, he's talked about it since, he's doing like a big kind of revamp of his image over the last like five or so years where he'll talk about the hills and be like it was a scripted show i was there to play the villain i knew like i was i watched the first season of the show i saw how badly it needed a villain and i went in to be that villain yeah and it's like that's fucking crazier that's even crazier that you were willing to like portray this like horrific character he was so mean i remember that and i'm like so that's not even you you were doing that for attention that's so much crazier to me (laughs) and the fact that he was able to do it though it's like yeah that is you at some point like to straight face yell at your girlfriend on tv like that i'm just like i don't know man i don't know anyone who can pull that off to act like how tommy does after the show (laughs) (laughs) on tv <laughs> you can't pull that off unless that's who you are. Exactly. That is insane. Yeah, just I pulled up a picture of him just to like bring me back into it. And it's like, God, he just looks like such that an flesh colored beard, really. <laughs> yeah, God, I hate his hair. I remember thinking, like, this guy looks like such a dickhead. And it's weird that he's on this show where everybody's yeah. so hot. Anyway, yeah. Now it's William Tell. Yes. So. Uh, but this so One Tree Hill <laughs> got you gets you into something corporate, and you go you go deep after that. You, you're all oh, I in? went deep after. Well, I like went in for a little while and then out, and then when I was in college. Um, I like had a feud with this guy named Jordan and then my roommate was like you should listen to that something corporate <laughs> song if you see Jordan and I was like oh this is great I was like the song is impeccable it goes so hard against Jordan's we and should I listen like, we should listen to it now it's <laughs> yeah. so good okay. yeah let's go ahead and uh, listen to it I, while I you're say, pulling it up I, I just yeah, want to say yeah, the video ahead. is incredible have you seen the video I don't remember it so Jordan in the video is portrayed by the Shermanator from American Pie oh hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I the, love that guy in a very funny music video performance where he's just being a huge asshole <laughs> and uh, and it's them playing at a high school because they were they were a high school band that's how they started and that they, they were like yeah 19 when they wrote this song which is very funny to me um let's go ahead and this song rules i will say uh yeah i enjoyed this song too all right here is if you see jordan That's a great tune. If you see Jordan. He calls him a redheaded bitch at the end. That's right. <laughs> a little redheaded. Yes. Love that. Yeah. Love that. That is right up my alley as far as lyrics go. Yeah. <laughs> After the bridge when he goes, 
fuck you, Jordan. <laughs> I remember being like, man, hard relate. <laughs> now, t- could you tell us a little bit about your feud? <laughs> I literally was trying to remember it, thinking into this, ep- like, leading into this episode, I was truly trying to recall, I like think, time. I think it was a guy who just, like, never remembered me like you know when someone is like yeah. nagging you by every time you meet them yeah. being like hey i'm jordan and you're just like we fucking know each other yep. Yep. and i'm pretty sure that's like most of what the feud was i don't <laughs> think it was a two-sided but it must have been two-sided because he definitely knew who i was or he just had amnesia and you were a boy yeah. <laughs> yeah. i was like sitting in my room screaming <laughs> oh, that's good. and he was like drew barrymore in 50 first okay so there's a fact about this song I really wanted to talk about which is so this is from the Audio Boxer EP uh, which this is very important came out October 2nd 2001 yeah and there were very important very <laughs> important to the story so there were two songs they were trying to decide between uh, to include on it and I was reading an interview and he said they were both like 6-8 in 6-8 time and they were oh, both like yeah. funny songs and they kind of were originally going to go with the other one but then they settled on If You See Jordan and end up being a very good choice because the name of the song that they chose not to put on the EP was called uh, If I Were a Terrorist, I'd Bomb Your Graduation. No. It's going to come out. Isn't that fucking in crazy? Fall of 2001. Um, so, wow. Yes. I love that he says, and it was this hysterical song yeah. with obviously none of what happened on September 11th after you happened at that point. Yeah. So I wonder each other because it's like bearing in mind, you know, he I think he's a great songwriter. He was nineteen years old. Mm-hmm. But it's like very even without the terrorist stuff, it's very bad. <laughs> it's very like insully and so I wonder read some of the lyrics. Um she'll so it's about yeah, high school graduation. She'll probably end up with the frat guy. She'll probably get pinned while I sleep in the van. I'm sure she'll be home for Thanksgiving. I'll send her a picture of me making out with a fan. And if I were a terrorist, I'd bomb your graduation. Jesus. If I were a terrorist, there'd be no hesitation. The cameras are flashing. Her black robe is passing. And there I am, chilled to my bones. Because he's going to blow up. Yep. <laughs> okay, can I say? Yeah, I feel like off. this whole... Andrew McMahon has a real fucking chip on his shoulder mm-hmm. about... I don't even fucking know. Like, some of his songs... I was listening... I listened to two full albums in the last... Since we decided to do something so corporate. Yesterday. <laughs> and there are like a handful of songs where I'm like, are you a virgin? It is crazy. There's this one. I, I don't know if it's called I Made Out With A Drunk Girl or if it's just about how he made out with a drunk girl. Mm-hmm. And it's just about how he like regrets. It's like the lyrics are like, I could have been literally anybody. You were just drunk and it doesn't have any. You're like, you don't like me. You oh, were just God. like trying to make out. And it's Who just cares? Like, Enjoy yourself. Stop brother. being such a fucking dork, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels very, very early two thousands. Very yeah. like yeah. just like not self aware in that way. Right. Like like Weezer was the same way around that time, with like I want a girl who will laugh for no one else and all that stuff. For you, sure. look at it now, you're just like that is such a bad and gross yeah, <laughs> yeah. idea. But sure. Um. Yeah. It's uh. They um. They talk about like because. Th- just going back to this real fast, it does seem like he was like pissed that they didn't use this song at first. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is so crazy. He says, if we had put, uh, and he puts in quotes, terrorist on the record, the trajectory of the band would have been uh, changed entirely. The album would have been shelved. There would have been a bad taste in everyone's mouth, and it would have been horrible. I think he's right about that. I think he's right. It would have probably left a bad taste. <laughs> but I think he's wrong, though, in the sense that I feel like they would have caught it yeah, if they had cho- initially chosen, they would have caught it and put it out later because that's what happened with the Strokes. They had New sure. York City Cops on their album and they just took it off, and then mm. it became like a beloved B side. And like, yeah, but this, it's like the fact that it's like scrubbed from the internet means yeah. it probably is good. <laughs> probably was not a good. Like yeah. you can't, you can find like one really shitty quality version that like I wouldn't even try and play on the show because it sounds so bad. Yeah, uh, in one AirPod, but <laughs> 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 I really wanted to play the song, but instead, my perfect reading of the lyrics. Will have to <laughs> It is wild that nine years later, he still says, we had this hysterical song. <laughs> it was so funny. And I think he was like married by then. <laughs> yeah, about it's murdering just like, I don't know, man. You do need to fucking get over it. It's such a weird, I feel like that was such an emo band thing where they are like, whatever yes, this genre is. Sure. 
where they were all just kind of like, nobody wants to fuck me. I'm so, and then like they became kind of rock. Like the genre of whatever music they're doing is like for 17 year old girls. Uh-huh. And so then when like they would become really popular and like there'd be a bunch of like college girls who were like obsessed. Like I knew people who were obsessed with Andrew McMahon, like mm-hmm. truly in love with him. Mm-hmm. Very handsome. And man. like they still have like this chip on their shoulder. That's just like what is just because I'm famous. And it's like, you're not that famous. <laughs> <laughs> you're on one tree hill. <laughs> anyway, I love him. <laughs> uh, no, people seem to be pretty obsessed with him. When I, I like looked to the up... point where nine years later, he's still like, I would still bomb her graduation. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a threat the Joker would make. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very weird. Yeah. Um, oh, I just pulled up his Twitter. Is that, to be honest, I didn't know a lot about this uh, this guy before today, and I still it was kind of hard to find a lot of like easily like readable shit on him other than interviews and stuff. Tommy, did you? What was your history with this with this guy? I definitely. I it was one of one of those bands where I liked a couple songs, um, and I liked a couple Jack's Mannequin songs, but I never mm-hmm. owned a CD or anything. But yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think if you've listened to this show, people will know that this would be the kind of thing I would like. Just yeah, this that's kind of what, era. Hearing it, I was like, this sounds like some old. Man, school have you guys yeah. done Jack's Mannequin? I don't no. think we have. Oh my no. god. I yeah. should have said that. <laughs> um, I feel like there was like two very specific types of millennial girl, and it was the girls who wept when Joe Jonas got diabetes, <laughs> and then there's the girls who wept when Andrew McMahon got cancer. Yes. That was like a huge thing, and I remember being like, "My world will never be the same." <laughs> I remember just being like, "Wow, I mean, mortality is." upon it like it's yeah. like real and i think he's, none of he's us are fully, uh, he was like fully in remission and everything but i guess it he got diagnosed it was like the day after the jack's mannequin album came out or something wow. like that yeah. it was some oh, like crazy wild. timing of yeah. that. he had to like yeah. cancel a whole tour yeah and then like didn't say anything it was just like canceled and then like later he was like it was canceled because i had cancer and everyone was like i will die for you <laughs> give me the cancer <laughs> but, yeah and i guess he got like his sister, his sister yeah transplant stem yeah. cells yeah. Um, yeah which is against my religion yes but, yeah <laughs> go off king uh <laughs> tommy's horse catholic <laughs> very specific <laughs> and jesus was a horse <laughs> Uh, that triple crown of thorns go yeah, on <laughs> uh, there we go <laughs> had to get one there in. we go um Let's listen to another song. By the way, for those wondering, Jared, I did text Jared to see if we had thoughts from him today, and he did, in fact, say, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's hear another song. By the way, we were talking about, uh, because you originally sent us four songs. I think you may have changed the whole podcast. I think we're going to do four songs from now on. I think four wow. is way easier. So this is going to be the last six. Yeah, we'll still do six on this. We don't have to did. do all six. Well, let's do five. Let's do, let's do yeah. five because we should play Constantine because everyone's yeah. obsessed with it. And yeah. We'll leave off the other. Yes. Added the other added we won't even mention. No one yeah. can know. I honestly only even added the other one because I was looking for a sixth song this and is, it sounds like a Jack's Mannequin song. And I was like, that's why I like it. <laughs> this is part of why we're going to cut it down to four from now on. Uh, we don't want people having to search. And also this way we can divide a little more time to each song let's hear Kavanaugh Park next here's Kavanaugh Park and this is about Brett Kavanaugh of course <laughs> <laughs> right. he likes to drink beer <laughs> he's a good oh, no. <laughs> oh, we said They might bomb your graduation. (laughs) 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 Kavanaugh Park. 
Beautiful ballad. Yes. I will say, okay, so it's like a real Andrew McMahon special. It's also like reminds me of R.E.M. in that way where like, you know, those ballads where it like starts with piano and then like the percussion comes in super hard. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I love that shit. I don't care what he's saying. I don't care if the lyrics are the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I am dumb for those songs. No, I'm a sucker for that shit too. (laughs) Sure. We've talked about how any piano kind of just... I'm all in on it <laughs> for the most part. I guess there's there's certain. I actually someone today like without any reference to this. Po- like I mean I don't know why anyone would have known that I was coming on here to talk about something corporate. Sure. Someone we, keep, we kept it tight lipped. No, yeah. but like someone DM'd me today on our podcast account and was like, "Would you ever cover Andrew McMahon from something corporate and Jack's mannequin?" And I was like, "What the what? fuck?" And they were like, yeah, "He, he has a memoir," yeah. and I didn't know that. And apparently, it's like a real love letter to his piano. Three and I pianos, was like, I think it's called. Yeah. Wow, maybe I have to read that. I don't think that that would do well on our podcast. I probably wouldn't think, be that funny. Uh, I don't right. think the people that tune in for Chriselle Shell Stows from Selling Sunset <laughs> would be like, "Oh my god!" And what does? Andrew McMahon have we to had, say, but I want to know. I'm going to read it. Somebody texted me yesterday that me and Chriselle, I'm no longer with this person, but I uh, had the same manager. Oh my God. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That and is that crazy. That was like the, uh, their like claim to fame. And then I, I didn't know what Selling Sunset was. And then when I watched an episode, I was like, that fucking lady. <laughs> <laughs> She's doing Conan. <laughs> <laughs> She's very funny. <laughs> Do you know um, her name is because she was like born in the parking lot of a shell station mm-hmm. from a oh guy named like a guy named Chris helped her or no her mom went into labor at a shell station yes. and a guy named Chris helped her get to the hospital and so they were like so Chris funny. Shell yeah <laughs> that is That's so good. funny oh my god mm-hmm. you and her very um, similar and Tommy's name is because uh, 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 him and a guy named Tom wait no this is bad Never mind. No, I was gonna fuck myself I was gonna say it was about uh, Tom and the Me Too movement but I don't want to include myself I fucked up and included myself in this a guy named Tom wait he wait said, a second he said the quiet part out loud <laughs> again again <laughs> Uh, all right, let's hear the next song here because we got. I want to. You said let's play five, so let's uh, let's hear punk rock princess. Was a little taste of punk rock princess. I mean, uh, that song is iconic. <laughs> I listen. I have it on playlist to this day. I love it so much. <laughs> I will say, I will. I feel like that stands the test of time. Mm-hmm. That's on I your mean, lo-fi beats to study too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I am a punk rock princess looking for a garage band king. Yes, uh, it's beautiful. A beautiful story. Yep. Skater boy. Yep. called and said sure <laughs> uh, uh, skater boy called once it's themes back <laughs> um by the way did you see that picture i that uh oh, yeah, yeah i wonder if that's true that uh it's i saw a post on facebook today that um said that bin laden had this picture on his hard drive and it was a picture of beans and avril lavigne beans and lavigne yeah <laughs> that is believable yeah. i feel like even Osama Bin Laden probably saw that and was like, that's a funny picture. <laughs> I like that they know each other. Do you think it was Avril? Or no, it must have been Avril, not her body double. Right. That's what I was wondering too. But I think at that time, when Beans was popping, it when, must have still when been. Beans was hot. When Beans was hot, it was still Avril. I'm still kind of pissed. I I didn't I refuse to look at comments on anything I do, but uh, f- when I did Fallon, multiple people sent me that uh, there were several comments that said, oh, I didn't know Beans was doing stand-up <laughs> now. And That's... I'll tell you what, it pissed me right <laughs> off. <laughs> 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 
Oh, man. I, I Just bringing up Osama bin Laden, I have to read this tweet. <laughs> the famous Terry Rozier tweet. Every time I hear Osama's name. Do you know this? This I don't know if I remember this. Terry Rozier, NBA, NBA player, yes. tweeted, uh, Scary Terry. Os- Osama should have hooped instead of trying to oh, kill yeah. people because he tall as hell. <laughs> was he tall? He was oh, like yeah. Six foot. He was huge. Yeah. And he spent he like all that time in a cave? Something. He was like Conan height. He should have pooped. Six five, yeah. Yeah. Weird He'd you be. knew it exactly. Yeah, well, we were close. What you, if he became a terrorist? You gotta keep your enemies closer, I, th- I thought. <laughs> what if he became a terrorist? Because people kept seeing him being like, wow, you play basketball? And he was like, not all tall people play basketball. I will bomb your graduation. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, that's enough Bin Laden talk. A lot of 9 11 in this. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's hear some of Down. song that might okay. be my favorite one on the list so this song i kind of forgot existed and then mm-hmm. when i was listening to the album i knew every single word to it and i was like oh my god i forgot that i loved this song <laughs> i do feel like their second album just didn't have like a hit or maybe it wasn't their second album but whatever album this one's mm-hmm. i think i couldn't find i think it was their second full-length album yeah and i don't feel like it had a hit on it but if it had i think it would have been like it's a better album like the songwriting and like everything on it is better but then it just doesn't like have an anchor. Fair, fair. I think fair. like this is the most. Yeah. There's like this, and there's this song called "Space" that right. are really big from like bigger from that album. Mm. But like none of them, none of them are. They don't have a pop punk princess on that album, right? Which is what they needed to really enter the stratosphere. Then William Tall wouldn't have quit. <laughs> they wouldn't have had to break up. Mm-hmm. Wow, <laughs> those kids wouldn't exist. Then maybe William would have listened. Um, that was. Li- <laughs> 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 well, when a lot of people were trying to find PPP products, right. I had this problem where I kept running into stores and saying, "I need PPP," and they'd give me a mask mm-hmm. or some hand sanitizer. And he said, "No, sir." <laughs> I said, "You get on that ox cord <laughs> and you play me some pop punk princess. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that heals me." What have been nice. When they said, "Are you down with?" Uh, <laughs> no, <that's not> <laughs> you down with PPP? <laughs> um, let's. Uh, we got one more song here. I couldn't find like any information about this song down, but uh, oh, there's a uh, there's the lyrics at least from Genius dot com. I'll tell you, these geniuses are wasting their. <laughs> we're wasting these geniuses on writing lyrics down, fella. <laughs> they should be on to. Uh, Especially solving. because they don't even always get it right. Yeah. And uh, you're just like, all right, this is what we're using geniuses for? Yeah, we're throwing around. Here the in the Apple store? That's really. <laughs> <laughs> we are wasting our geniuses. Um,. Yeah, I I liked that song a lot though. That was uh that was right up my alley. That's the sort of song that if I had heard that back in the day, I would have been like, "Oh, hell yeah." That's all I had. <laughs> that was my measurement for a good song. <laughs> if it makes me say, "Oh, hell yeah." All right. Uh let's hear the song of the hour. The song that uh 
there's like a million articles it seems like written about this fucking song because when i was trying to find information this is any other song i would look for it didn't matter this song came up and it's a song called constantine and it is about the film keanu reeves Uh, Uh, let me see here okay constantine by something corporate I should note it is nine minutes and thirty-five seconds long. I think, and we're gonna listen to it in (laughs) full (laughs) twice to really understand what's going on. living room line yeah <laughs> i i also found uh in the song facts for this song uh one of them is constantine is considered the first ruler of the roman empire to embrace christianity <laughs> which has no relevance to this song <laughs> except Just for crystals I'm thinking about <laughs> Uh, except for Crystal's forgiving nature. Very Christ-like. Crystal is his ex who he says the song is about, although I read somewhere else that it's about um, lots of people, so it's uh, it's hard to nail it down. Um, they talked about that on the pan pod. It's hard to believe it's about Ooh. lots of people. And he is a virgin. <laughs> so this song was like from a Japanese, like an, a Japan only release, right? Yeah, it was never it was never on an official album. It was like yes. on rarities collections and like yeah. And then people found it and were obsessed with it. A lot of people call it the all too well of something corporate's discography. Wow, that is a great comparison. <laughs> a lot of people is me. I made it up. Today. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> a great comparison. <laughs> And hopefully he will not add a new verse that sucks <laughs> like Taylor did. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Tommy's finally turning. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite Taylor Swift song and I she ruined my childhood. Damn. <laughs> she ruined my adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> and her lyrics. <laughs> Fucking Robert Pattinson is Batman. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that was never on an album and he never plays it live. He refuses to. He did start. Whoa, it says, in the article I, I, think I read, said, at the time he didn't. I yeah, think it says it he'll only deal. do it once a year or something like that. A lot of weird information flying around. What is he, Santa Claus? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the the thing I read, he said um, he didn't want to play it ever because he didn't want people to yell at him to play it all the time. So he just never play it, and then he did, and then he relented. But he said. He said, when I was a moody teenager, it was like my MySpace profile, an expression of my identity. But like a MySpace profile, it's now a little embarrassing to look back on it. That's deep. Which is a good stand-up bit. Yes. (laughs) Much like a MySpace profile, am I right, ladies? Uh, we got to bring those back. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to bring MySpace back. Well, Justin Timberlake tried, and yeah, everyone yeah. hates Justin Timberlake, so it didn't work. Damn it. Does he have a book? Kind of. <laughs> he has like... <laughs> it's a pamphlet. Yeah. No, it's like a it's coffee a table book. book. Oh, my God. It's, it's like a, a cookbook. <laughs> like a coffee table book with like kind of like essays and photos and like mm. interviews. It's like really weird. A lot of pictures of himself. Oh, good. It's nice. like very stylized. Is it him in those flannels like that uh, Man of the Woods or whatever? <laughs> Is that when people really... D- I guess it was I, the Janet Jackson and Britney Spears shit that people well, have been really... Time, no, I that wasn't until later. Was, that was like a well, reclaim. Because yeah. people started not liking... Like his music started getting annoying. So then it and became, he started... Remember yeah. when then he did the Super Bowl halftime show? And like didn't bring out a single guest and like only played those shitty Man of the Woods songs and everyone was like, (laughs) are you fucking kidding me? Like bring out at least like Pharrell. Like why can't you? (laughs) We don't like you that much. And then everyone realized they don't like him that much. And then yeah. and then they were like, and also 
you weren't very nice to Britney or Janet. Right. And right. now we want to talk about it. Well, that was the thing, because Cry Me a River was such a good song. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that people didn't even care how rude it was. And then it turns out it's a really mean song. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny when you look at Cry Me a River and every time next to each other, because in like, mm-hmm. especially watch the music videos back to back. That's everyone's homework tonight is to watch <laughs> the Crimea River music video followed by the Every Time music video. Because in the Crimea River music video, he um, has like a Britney Spears look alike, yeah. and then in the Every Time music video, it's about her breakup from Justin Timberlake. And in the original version of the music video, they had to re-edit it for MTV. But in the original one, she kills herself. Oh my god! <laughs> or like it's about being her, her being like rushed to the hospital after she tries to like drown herself in a bathtub. Damn and it's just Lord. like, wow, you guys had very. She she was sorry, Justin. Damn. <laughs> I think a cool music video would be if she tried to kill her lookalike. That would be cool. Ooh, that'd be sick. That <laughs> yes. would be sick. I've got Man. some phone calls. I thought that, to that make. was the inter- that was the and one with Madonna where she's trying to kill Madonna. <laughs> and it's like it would get that wor- that actress a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> double she her income it. that year. Um, yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to find where I found that Constantine thing, but you know, maybe I was wrong. I, I cannot find it. Nonetheless. Uh, this is a great playlist you put together for us. We have some song or we have some uh some comments from the listeners to get to. So let's get to it. By the way, uh welcome to new patron Maggie Ryan. Thanks for hey. joining. Um JV commented this week, uh, there was a time when a profoundly depressed teenage JV would listen to the song Constantine and cry about how hard life was, and I really thought that song was an epic masterpiece. A recent revisit would reveal that it is fully of its time, which is a nice (laughs) way to say aged like milk or, in quotes, sucks ass. (laughs) (laughs) That was the problem, because I could could see that if I had heard that song at the time, I probably would have loved it, but since I didn't listening to it, I was just like, oh, no. Yeah, sure. I do kind of. I mean, I remember hearing that song and being like, most of this, most of the music I listened to during this time, I remember being like, God, this is deep. This is so important, and it really understands me, Mm -hmm. and then now when you listen to it, you're like, what is he talking about? Yeah, <laughs> he right. thinks that like you can like hear him singing it thinking like this is deep stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um we got another comment here. Uh Cody Chadwick says, I woke up in a car, more like I woke up in a barn. Am I right, Tommy? <laughs> oh yeah, we didn't play that song, but that song rules. That, yeah. right. um, that one's good. And that it And he is right. <laughs> reminds me of Sean Padden at Tom's Bachelor Party who did wake up in a car. <laughs> oh my god, that's the funniest thing in the world. So we got an Airbnb for my bachelor party. We got two Airbnbs actually. Yeah. Sean chipped in for these Airbnbs. And told us that he uh, decided to be safe. Like, his, he was out with his brother later than the rest of us a little bit. Sean's a night owl. Yeah. And uh, he stayed up a little later. He said he slept in his car. And we were like, that's weird. He, like, locked the key. He, like, put the keys in this, like, uh, the console or whatever. He was like, that way, like, if they tried to, whatever. He just slept in his car. He was yeah. trying to be safe or whatever. It turned out the place he slept in his car was across the street from the fucking Airbnb. <laughs> where there was a bed. Where he it. had a bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why did he have a car? Uh, he was staying. His family. Yeah, his family's okay, out okay. there. Yeah, it's so funny. What a he's a yeah. psycho. Woke up in a car. Great song. <laughs> yes, good song. Um, also, a uh, new Patreon uh, member, uh, Mario. So, welcome, Mario. Uh, he didn't uh, say anything. I just it was in the emails. Um, Dave comments. Uh, <laughs> Dave comments. I woke up in a barn, more like I woke up in a horse. Oh my god! <laughs> JK, too just, just horsing around, gang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ali McKell, we get us out of here. <laughs> uh, all right, Ali says. By the way, she made some huge plays. Great with wiffle ball, ball. Player, yeah. <laughs> saved a couple big outs. Um, yeah, if you want to get on that tier of the Patreon, where yes. you play wiffle ball with us. <laughs> Uh, Ali says, gonna out myself as a big Andrew McMahon fan. Nostalgia considered, I think he's a great songwriter and was legit 17 or 18 when the first EP and album came out. Have seen him a handful of times over the past two decades. He still gives a great live show and gives the fans what they want, aka a mix of something corporate, Jack's mannequin, and some of his newer stuff. 
What's his, his new thing? Is like Andrew McMahon in the wilderness or something like that? Sounds a little Timberlake. Speaking of Timberlake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is it about white men who need to get back to those woods these days? Um, the only place they can still live with their rules. <laughs> if a man gets canceled in the woods. <laughs> uh, all right. Do we have anything on the Twitter, Tommy? We do. We do. Here's what we got. Adam Schatz from Landlady, yes. and uh, we recently played on SNL with Japanese Breakfast. Yes. Very cool. We love this man. So cool. You got front and center up there, too. Very it cool. Was awesome. He's the man. He said, uh, there was a period when I was pretty much all in on any band writing songs with a piano at the forefront. Around that time, Piebald put out their piano album, and I was doing backflips for it. And he said, oh, I liked that one song when I was small. I'm not sure which one it was. Could we yeah. guess Constantine? Could Maybe we guess, Constantine. Yeah. That would that could elicit nut O. We're not sure. Could have been any of them. Yeah. But thanks for weighing in. Kendra said, honestly, one of the more underrated early two thousands bands. Andrew McMahon is amazing, and I love that he continues to play career spanning sets with plenty of something corporate songs. Chris Donahue said, all nine minutes and thirty five seconds of Constantine are perfect. Damn. Uh, Rebel Bunny said, if you see Jordan is hilarious, and I woke up in a car as a banger. Full agree. Nick Adrian said, why wasn't Constantine on an album? Was Granddad really in the circus? What was Jordan's last name? Do you have anything to add? At Taylor Swift, she has yet to respond. We're Damn, reply. see? Will Carey said, love them. And uh, Jane Altoids finally said, yeah, I have some thoughts. How about talking about something independent instead? Damn. 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 Um, by the way, that just reminded me, I meant to say this earlier. The the pro- I loved, I actually really liked the song, uh, If You See Jordan, but it, has been bothering me all day because I keep feeling like it's going to be a play on something. Like if you see, Amy, oh yeah, <laughs> yes. But yeah, if yeah. you see Jordan, it just is. If it's you just see like Jordan. if you see him, tell him high school's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really don't beat me my off. ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got a few on the Facebook. I posted a little late. Uh, Anna Almirani says, "Wow, I haven't thought about that band in forever." LOL. Aaron Weininger says, "OMG." This is my favorite band. Ooh, I wow. have seen Andrew McMahon nine times in concert, ten this summer. Uh, he is one of the most profound songwriters of our generation. Me and the Moon is my favorite song of all time. Also, with all of this, his charity work with the, the Dear Jack Foundation, he is truly an inspirational person. And then he posts a picture with uh, Andrew McMahon. Oh, wow. Cool. This is making me really want to go see Andrew McMahon live. Yeah, I right? feel like he sounds great. Yeah. I Maybe hey, worth a shot. Um, get out there, shoot, shoot your shot out there. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. Andrew, hear the songs he's gonna write. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he also said, also been considering getting a tattoo that says "Swim" since 2010. I fully support that. Hell yeah, that's also a tattoo that like if something happened where this guy got canceled, like you could be like, no, I just. Really like swimming. Like fish. (laughs) I have a real thing where I'm like, there's like some music tattoos that I want to get, but I'm also like, you can't until the band dies because what if they get canceled? Yeah, and they could get reverse candled too. Bono tattooed across my back like a jersey (laughs) while he's alive. (laughs) (laughs) And the number's one for the song one, of course. Of course. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, that brings us to the end of this episode. We got to rate the playlist. Uh, I still say we should rate it out of six just to keep posterity. Um, cause there is a, a guy who's aggregating all of our scores and mm. I don't want to fuck his life up. <laughs> yeah. It's like the NBA shortening the schedule. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of ruin all the stats. Yep, yeah. Yep. Or hers. Actually, I don't know who's, I forget who's, I, I should look that back up. I, I should check back in on that. Thank you to whoever's doing that. That's pretty cool. Um, so I had never heard any of this music before. <laughs> And I did have more fun with it than I thought I would. It took me right back to those Laguna Beach type days. Um, it's very Vans Warped Tour. Yes. And I, you know, hearing that voice like that when it's one you weren't already nostalgic for is a little jarring. But I did like uh, uh, the If You See Jordan song. Um, Constantine was uh, is long and uh, it's fine. And um <laughs> What else do we have here? Let me go through the songs. I liked Kavanaugh Park, although uh, he talked about his dad in it, and I don't have a dad, so I minus one point. <laughs> kind of rubbing it in. Um, loved Down. I'm going to go with a solid uh, 
3.5 out of 6 for this. <laughs> um, just cuz it's like it's I would never find myself going back to this I don't think, but I if I think if I had heard this when I was at the time, I would have been into it. It's just I'm the their the name something corporate. I confused them with another band with a similar name that fucking sucks, and I can't remember who. I've been mm. trying to think of it the whole fucking show. That's like really soft emo-y rock, and it's like I dated a girl who loved it, and I can't. Uh, anyway, I'm counting points against this band for that. <laughs> Can I say, I went yes. and read their Wikipedia, and it was like, they named the band something corporate as a joke. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I assumed yeah th- 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 this was the least interesting i saw that i didn't even bring it up because i was like it's the least interesting band like naming thing where they're, they're like like yeah jokingly he said let's call it something corporate meaning like yeah something corporate but then the name just happened to stick all right that's what we all figured it wasn't we all could have gotten there uh anyways tommy what do you think yeah, I really like uh, I like a lot of these songs. I think he is a great piano player, and uh, I think he's a good songwriter. I, I can't go with a full six, but I did really enjoy it, and I'm going to give it a five out of six. Hey. Very high score, very high score. And I, I think a lot of the, the nitpicks I would have with lyrics and stuff, it's like all songs he wrote when he was literally 18 or 19. That's, so yeah, then I feel yeah, like, yeah. I was yeah. like, what am I as a 31-year-old in 2022 <laughs> making fun of a 19-year-old in mm-hmm. 2000 for what he wrote? Like, yeah. You know, it makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So, yeah. Uh, and, and the terrorist song wasn't on the playlist, but I was counting it. So. <laughs> it got the score yeah. higher because you yeah. love terrorists. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I am just happy we got to know that that song exists. <laughs> so they get plus points for that. Um, Ashley, what do you give the playlist out of six? Like five and a half out of six. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Hell it. Hell yeah. Perfect. I really enjoyed listening to a fuck ton of something corporate this week. Yes. This was great. Thank you for bringing them to our show and for coming on. Is there anything you'd like to plug on the way out of here? Yeah. Listen to my podcast, Celebrity Memoir Book Club. That's it. Hell yeah. Thanks again, Ashley. And uh, sorry about all the shit from the live shows. <laughs> I know you're still pissed. <laughs> oh I will never I forgive you. <laughs> Uh, Tommy, what you got? Uh, yeah, come to me and Casey's co-headlining show at Stand Up New York, June twenty second. Very exciting stuff, and come see me around town wearing a fedora whenever <laughs> Kevin lets me. <laughs> and if you see a loose tie on the ground, <laughs> mail it to Tommy. Uh, it's probably his. Uh, I have a bunch of random shit coming up. I mentioned it before. I'm going to Vegas. Uh, to do comedy works there. That is July 1st and 2nd. The next weekend, I'm at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase. Uh, that's Sunday. I'll be at Hilarities in Cleveland. So if you live in Cleveland, please get out there. I'll be in Chicago at Zany's uh, on the 13th of July. So come to that. I got a bunch of shit coming up. Like I said, I got the album recording. Come on out and see a show. We'll see you next week. Thanks again, Ashley. All right. Keep it crispy, everybody. Get on the Patreon. Bye.